0: This is Carrie, and this is Jenny, and you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Carrie, how are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jenny. Ugh, whatever. Let's just get this show on the road. I got a slight case of diverticulitis. I'm (laughs) over my life right now. I'm like, (laughs) fuck right off.
1: Oh, if it makes you feel bad any better i cooked for everybody yesterday and i can't move so i've been on a heating pad in hot showers all day
0: jesus so broke back and shitty pants
1: <laughs> all right well today we decided to try something different my sister alex thomas and fellow podcaster is going to flip the script on us she is has noted that we drop little seeds and we don't elaborate on them and it leaves her and other people wanting more. So she's here today to ask us some questions and we'll see where this goes. Welcome Alex.
0: Thank you, Jenny. How are you guys today? Hi, Alex. I'm glad you joined the FBI so you could interview us in your investigative (laughs) format.
2: (laughs) Me too. Me too. I've been wanting to do this since I think the first episode.
0: All right. Hit me.
2: All right. Well, first, I don't know how we should do this. I don't know. I was saying that maybe we should give the new listeners a little bit of like a crash course on who everybody is if they haven't been listening since the first episode. There's, you know, names that are used throughout your podcasts and- Mm -hmm. I, uh, I wrote down my own cheat sheet to see if I had it all right. And a little bit of background. So we have Carrie, who's single.
0: I am. Your daughter is Kate. Yes.
2: Kate's husband is William. Correct. Kate's dad is your first husband, Matthew. Correct. And your second husband is Patrick. Correct. Okay, so we're all caught up there. Now, Jenny. my world is very
0: small. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, then I was going to say that we have Prudence as your sister. Mm-hmm. Francine is your mom. Yep. Diane, this is where it gets complicated. Diane is your therapist. Yes. But Diane, a different Diane, who is referenced, is also Jenny's mom. So we have two Dianes.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: we share a therapist.
0: That Well, that's what she said. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. That's where this all gets interesting as well. Um okay,
2: so then going to Jenny. We have Wyatt as your husband. Mhm. Ashton as your son. Mhm. Harry as your brother. Mhm. Megan as your sister-in-law. Mhm. Philip as your half-brother. Well, I consider him my whole brother, well, as I do. You, well, so, but yes, I will. I yes. just meant if you reference your brother as Harry or whatever. But yes, whole yes. brother, and yes. then yes. same with me. I'm your half real sister. Yes. Um, okay, so then Quinn is your best friend, one of your best friends that you reference, mm-hmm. and Sylvia, and then we have Cruella as another friend, and then there is a friend that we have not given a name to yet. Yes. Okay. That was all I wanted to catch up on because names were tossed around. <laughs> and perfect. Now, I'm going to go, I don't know if we should go lighter first or heavy. The heavy stuff. What do you guys think?
1: Well,
0: I think it doesn't matter. Let's just do it.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, well, since we're still on the, the dynamics here, you've you've dropped some some notes about your husbands and both of them have passed do you want to elaborate or do you mind elaborating a little bit on the situation there
0: no not at all um husband number one was kate's dad so i met matthew like a week after my 15th birthday i think And then we got divorced when I was like 25, I think. We didn't get married till I was like 19. You know, I waited a whole couple years. And then um, 10 years ago, he, unfortunately, he overdosed and died. So I was already with Patrick by then. But he never remarried or anything like that, so it's just been something I've always said. Okay. Um, Probably because, you know, I've been in love twice in my life and married both of them, and they're both dead. So mm-hmm. it's, like, my way of just, I guess, like, making light of it.
2: I completely understand that.
0: Mm-hmm. And then um, Patrick – well, and also, too, if I go back to Matthew, like – His parents were already gone and stuff like that. So um, we did the memorial and all of those things because there really wasn't anyone else to do it. Mm. And then Patrick, let's see, November 1st of 2017, he decided to take his own life. And I found him in front of our house um, outside in his truck. So, I didn't hear, you know, the gunshot or anything like that. I, like, at first, legit, I was so pissed off because I had worked really late the night before. Fucking tax reporting. Mm. So, I, like, slept in. I text my boss. I was like, I'm going to go get something to eat, lay back down. Then... He was supposed to come over that morning. Well, I guess, let me add this, too. We were separated. Okay. We were not fighting. We still really loved each other. But there was just some things that just weren't working anymore. So, but we were on good terms. So, there was no, you know, freaky animosity or anything like that. And he had also, though, recently gotten out of rehab. Okay. So there was a b- big dynamic going on. So I like went to leave and I popped the garage and, you know, he was parked behind me in the garage. So, but I, the way the sun was shining, I didn't see him in his car at first. So I'm yeah. like, I go in the house, I'm looking around, I'm like, fuck, I didn't hear this douche. And. Then I, like, called his cell phone and got his voicemail. But when I was sitting, when I was standing in the kitchen, I'm screaming in this voicemail, like, move car. I legit thought he had, like, ran with one of his friends somewhere. And just left his car. Or something. And just left his car like a dumbass Bible. So, but when I was standing in the kitchen and I looked out the window, I could see, like, his silhouette so i thought man maybe he got here really early and like fell asleep didn't want to wake me up he does weird shit. and so anyways then i walked out and i found him so then of course you know um the cops come in the corner and all that and they have to of course investigate because um someone's dead right and and i guess let me say too like He was very OCD, and I know some people are going to be like, yeah, really? No, this he shot himself in such a way, he didn't even break a window in that truck. Wow. Did not, and there was not blood spatter everywhere. If you would have covered up that bullet hole in his head and the blood from his nose, you would have never known. Do you know how
2: long it was after he did that that you found him?
0: I think it was like within an hour or so or less. It wasn't very long because also you got to think, like, I lived um, by the airport, so I had what we just, I call them airport windows, so they're like super soundproof, And, and so do your neighbors, like. If that, if they had them installed when, anyways. So like, you got to think there's a whole neighborhood. Nobody heard that gunshot and reported it. Wow. So when the cops and detectives came and stuff, they, you know, of course they're like, can we see your phone? Can we go through your house? I'm like, yeah. And um, so they determined very quickly that I was not the one that did it. I didn't go open the car door. I didn't do any of that.
2: You just immediately called. With,
0: yes. And that probably helped a lot in the big scheme of things. Um, now, the 911 operator, I'm like, eat a dick, lady. But the other officers and stuff that came, they all gave me their cards. I mean, obviously, they were there a very long time. I imagine. But a couple of them were like, hey, I patrol this area. If you need anything, give me a call. But um, it definitely rocked my world for, uh, I don't know, what do you say, Jenny, four years? Yeah,
1: probably at least a good three. Yeah, solid
0: three, pushing the, yeah, I would say solid three, pushing the four.
1: I'd say in the last year, I would say you've kind of come out of it and then, and So it'll be, in this past November, it was four years. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, so I guess you're right. It's really, Mm -hmm. yeah, more like, I've probably had the most progress this last year I've been in therapy, to be honest.
2: That's great that you're in therapy and you talk about it, too, because I feel like even just sharing that the story right now, your listeners might think, you know, you guys have all this experience, but this is such a, when you talk about, you know, trauma and all that, this is such a, bigger thing and i think it makes your insight even more important when you when you share all the things that you do because you've you definitely healed a lot it seems
0: it's (laughs) i have and i'm not like there was a point though especially like afterwards i mean but we're talking like i sold my house and everything and i'd been there like 10 years And it was like I was an agoraphobic, and I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. I literally went to work, came home, that was it. Because I don't know if it was from, like, coming outside my house and finding them or what it was, but it was like the thought of leaving my place created such anxiety that it was just crippling. I would get all ready to go somewhere, and I'm like, I can't do it, I can't do it. You know, it was meh.
2: now did Matthew, I know that you had been separated from Matthew, but did Patrick die after Matthew?
0: Yes. Seven years after. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Seven years. Seven years. Wait, was it seven years? Hold on. Uh, no, it was six years, I think. Because it'll be 10 years for Matthew in January.
2: Oh, my God. Mm
0: mm-hmm.
2: Now, Jenny, what do you see? Because you guys talk about therapy and put each other on the spot with that kind of thing. What do you see as a difference in Carrie over the last year?
1: I well, I can only tell you from my perspective, because we've always been the type of friends that are friends and we're always there for each other, but our lives really weren't intermingled. Uh, like for instance, I recently went to Kate, Kate and Williams, um, the baby gender reveal, and I've known Carrie what thirty years now, and it was the first time I ever met her dad.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Wow. And I've I've known her mother because I you know when we were young, I used to go you know when at times when you lived there, I would go there mm-hmm. and and her sister, and I didn't really know the inner circle. Of anyone that was there, I, I like like clung to Carrie for life because I didn't know us um, <laughs> all. But no, but uh, but but seeing it from our friendship point of view, I would I would always check in. But I noticed that I w- I would take the signals when she didn't want to talk. But she always knew I was here. I would check in. Um, You're good at that. But but in the last year, I've noticed. Like, even before we started the podcast, we were talking more, and she was coming out of it socially more. And when we talked, she would tell me where she'd been and what she was doing, and, um, like, I just noticed the progress. And, uh, like, I noticed that, like, even our conversations were more in-depth and talking about life and things like Mm -hmm. that. And she wasn't so, like, secluded to herself. Like, I feel like you were agoraphobic, but I also feel like you were also just closed off from the world.
0: I think it was just I was so in so much pain yeah. and so numb yeah. that it was I don't even know really how to describe it. I Cause it's yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say I I can understand it because I know when I get that way and I feel like we're similar. I stay to myself and don't want to talk to a soul because. I feel like I don't want to project onto them and bring mm. them into my misery.
0: Yeah, And,
1: and you know, I just want to be left, like I don't even have the energy to speak.
0: Well, and it's kind of like a double-edged sword because you don't want to quote burden people or do things, but at the same time, you kind of wish somebody would just come and hug you and hold you and let mm-hmm. you cry until you pass out.
2: I totally get that. Yeah. I've I've been in positions before where like, I didn't want to reach out. I was so depressed, and I just was like, I would look at my door and think, like I just want somebody to like bust in right now, and get yeah. me out of this. Yeah.
0: And I mean, I guess one thing I should say too is that Jenny and I, though, throughout the years, what no matter what, we always have some weird sixth sense if something's going on with the other one, because all of a sudden, you know, you would just get a random text. And he'd be like, oh, I guess we're still connected. <laughs> I think Jenny has psychic
2: abilities in that capacity for sure. Because the same happens. A bitch is I- an
0: empath.
2: It's it's yeah. nuts.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, do you – so do you attribute that change over the year to
0: therapy or just time or a mixture of both? I think it's a mixture of both, but I, I do think – the trauma therapist i think that did have a lot to do with it because here's the thing too like people can think oh it's just one event or something but really i had so much i was carrying like from childhood and this and that there was so much more i mean that i think i needed to work through and like the more i worked through that's kind of what Help has helped it kind of come full circle. I get that. I'm a huge, huge
2: advocate for therapy. And I've even like been talking about this with people recently. Even if you don't have something significant happen, just going the early intervention, mm-hmm. going and, and just talking to someone is, is important.
0: Well, everybody has shit, but they don't always want to admit they have shit or something like You just, I feel like everybody has something that they're most likely struggling with, even if they don't want to admit it. And I I just think it is very beneficial. Now, is it hard to go to therapy? Yeah, it is. Because when you're dealing with whatever your shit is, sometimes the last thing I want to do is go to my fucking appointment. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, like... I would just be like, f- especially when you're in the depths of like the really seedy, hard shit, even though, you know, you're getting additional tools that are going to make you feel better. It's it's still like ugh. it could
2: work. in it
0: is especially
2: if you're not like, thinking about it. And then it's like you have this appointment, like you've got you've gone on with your day and then it's like, I got to go relive this and unpack all this shit. And it's just it's healthy. But in that moment, it can be really crippling.
0: It can be daunting. You know, you're just like, God, I'm so sick of dealing with my bullshit. Like you get sick of yourself. But,
1: huh? I always say that that I'm so sick of
0: myself. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of like Diane the therapist. I guess when we ever say Diane, we should just be like Diane the therapist. Yeah. So, but Diane the therapist will tell you it's like emotional surgery, you know, it's a good working way to put it. through things. It really is. And I mean, what's funny, not funny was I you know, working with her like she, um like, I have epilepsy, so I can't do the EMDR flashy light thing. Okay. So, she has these, like, things that vibrate on your fingers. So, it works in a similar way, but yet different because your eyes are closed. But it cr- creates the same desensitization, I guess. But, um or whatever the fuck that word is. But, um so... Because like a big, one of my big problems was I was constantly seeing him, how I found him, like me walking out and finding this person. And, but she did a process with me. And so like now, even if I try to think back to that, it my subconscious automatically flips it to this image of me just walking away.
2: Wow, that's really intense. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. So it's just basically some type of process that you
0: do you relive the trauma to kind of desensitize yourself to it or well what she uses the term processing it because she wants you to process the trauma. So yeah. You go through, um, in my situation, you know, I'm sure everyone, uh, depending on what they're processing, it could be different for them. But for me, yes, it was like reliving it, but saying out loud what I was feeling, you know, that I was scared. I was this, I was that. And but it it does help. And it's just it is a pain in the ass. (laughs) And here's the other thing though too, like I've really good health insurance. So, I only pay $35 when I go, but it's not like that for everyone. Oh yeah, I can I can understand that. <laughs> you know, I'm really really lucky with that respect. And um I think everybody should think about their mental health. I think I'll always be mental, but hey, I'm here. I
1: think, I think knowing you for as long as I have, that you are coming out of it. You're stronger now than you were before.
0: I, I think that's true. Just in a different way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it forced me to also deal with issues with my mom, my sister, all this toxic gaslighting horseshit there's a lot of things I've removed from my life and gotten the strength to do it from Patrick's death and from going to therapy. There really are, and people can take it however they want, but for me in my life, if I look at it now as opposed to before, there are a lot of positive things that have come out of it and a lot of lessons learned, boundaries created, But they were all things that ended up making my life better
2: Mm -hmm. definitely and i i was listening i was re-listening to some episodes earlier and hearing you talk about how with therapy you've learned to set boundaries with certain family members and that's something that i'm working on personally right now Mm -hmm. while we're on this subject though jenny i was also listening to the heated conversation where carrie called you out on your therapy appointment and uh, <laughs> that was that was intense. I I felt I felt the uh, I felt like I was in the room with you guys. But how did that go? Did you go to your appointment? I did. And I did. And I think
1: I needed that push or I may have or I may have canceled it again. And I'll tell you this. I know it came from. I know that it comes from and it came from a place of love. And when Mm. we ended the podcast that day, there was no animosity. I wasn't upset by the end of the conversation. I wasn't upset because I know she has my best interest. And I know.
2: Oh, and you could tell too in the episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I I know
0: so I was a bit much. It's okay. I
1: but I needed it because I would have canceled it again. I probably would have pushed it. And I always use work as my excuse. I can't go because of work.
0: Listen, I I, had to push you the way Kate had to push me. Yeah. And that's and it's because I know what it's like now. I don't feel that way as much every time, you know, but I'm a year plus in like and I used to go every week, so I get it. This is obviously this episode isn't
2: about me because we're you know flipping the script. But I'm about to start tomorrow morning therapy three times a week, Oof. and yeah, um, and I've been in many therapeutic programs before, mm, but it's a new, so it's a new one. <laughs> so I totally get that. Like, there's this feeling in my stomach where I'm just like right now I feel like I'm in a good place I know I need the therapy more than anything but I'm not particularly looking forward to waking up early tomorrow to probably end up crying and reliving these things but I know it's important to get better it is
0: but it is hard like also some people it's okay to have a therapist that doesn't fit you and say you know what You're probably great for somebody, not for me. But what's hard, I think, because, you know, I've been to therapy on and off most of my life, whatever. But when you have to start over and you're, you know, having to give this full background, you're just like, fuck, why? Yes. But it's necessary, but exhausting and daunting. And that's probably why we cancel our appointments.
1: (laughs) I know for me, even even though I, you know, it was nerve wracking and scary. Even my first appointment with Diana the therapist on my way there, I was nervous. I was like, oh, I've got to go through all of this again. I could give the background I've got, you know, but a part of me was also excited because it's life changing. I'm lucky enough where I have good insurance where I can yeah. do that. And I know in the end I'll be a better person and I won't be haunted by demons and things that people have said and done to me in my life.
0: Honestly too, it's nice when someone validates you're not fucking crazy and you're yes. not an asshole. Right,
1: and and even making you see that it's not you that they're acting the way that they, that they are. Yes. I, I've been there, I've been to three appointments now and I can honestly say that I can see things differently. Things that I I've shared with both of you privately that I mm-hmm. didn't even realize, but now looking back at it, yeah,
2: wow, that was true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed because I did my like the intake appointment for this therapy program that I'm starting, and I've been moved around between people, so it's been really hard to answer the same. Emotional questions with different people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I've been taking that experience and trying to make it beneficial for me. And I'm taking note of the things that are most uncomfortable for me to talk about in those intake appointments or when describing what's going on mm-hmm. with me. And a lot of the things that I get the most emotional about, and by that I mean I have an emotional reaction or I end up crying. I wouldn't have thought that that would be what would make me cry over something else. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of taking a mental note of that and being like, maybe I didn't even realize how much this is bothering me Mm -hmm. Let me work on that. So it sucks, but you got to do it. Yeah. I think
1: it should be required.
2: (laughs) For everybody. Yeah, seriously. How did you guys do during the holidays? Because I don't think we talked
0: about Christmas yet. (laughs) Well... I have a small diverticulite. Well, first, <laughs> let's roll it back. Thursday night, I went to someone's house, <laughs> had way too many drinks with no <laughs> dinner. Ooh. So I felt like a limp bag of dicks on Friday, but I had told Kate I was gonna come over. So I actually made it over there and like did the things I said I was going to, which was amazing. But I think the alcohol, like I'm sure like a small, I'm sure the diverticulitis attack was coming anyways, but I think the liquor and the shots and everything I did, my body was just like, yo, bitch, you suck. (laughs) So I've been laying around for two days wishing I could eat real food. Mm. Did
2: you now did you go to Kate's for Christmas Eve or Christmas Day?
0: I went over there Christmas Eve because we were like doing stuff, um, you know, just around our house, like organizing closets, this, that and the other. So I didn't end up going on Christmas because I didn't really feel good. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my jam. Jenny cooked for 200 people.
2: Yeah, how many people were there, Jenny?
1: Eleven with me with myself, Ashton and Wyatt.
2: Okay. So Are you exhausted? I am
1: exhausted. My back is killing me. I my first turkey was a success.
0: Yay!
1: I did I you
0: fucked that turkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I did. I watched lots of YouTube videos and I took several meth me- different methods from, you know, Martha Stewart, Gordon Ramsay. I yeah, I totally I talked to friends, I got advice, I conducted you know, this whole FBI like interrogation on how they made their turkeys. Mm-hmm. It was very tender, everyone loved it, said it was great. Great, good, so, if I
0: ever make a turkey. Mm-hmm. I've never made a turkey, America.
1: Well, this was my first one and we're the Me same neither. age. So it was not, honestly, I feel like my mother and Harry made it really scary for me. Like, they were always, they'd always be like, oh, we don't want you to give us salmonella. Because they, Rude. they, they, they act like I, like, I am, I am messy. I can be. I, as I'm older, my OCD kicks in, has kicked in, and the messiness actually drives me crazy. I also live with two men. Well, one man and a man. What child. does that
0: have? What? You can't cook a turkey? No. Because... Well, they, they
1: they they're constantly messing up the house. But like, I think throughout the years, like they've always they're under the impression that I don't clean my kitchen or something. What? And then I'm going to splatter turkey, you know, guts Are everywhere fucking... and not bleach okay. it up. Like, yeah, like that I'm type of thing.
0: I'm sorry. I'm right now because here's the deal, people. Yes. Our friendship. Sometimes we would hang out more than others. But I am here to fucking tell you, at any time, whether she knew I was coming over or not, I've never seen your fucking kitchen dirty. Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, I wish everyone could see my face.
1: You've organized it for me, and you've seen it unorganized, but never different. Yeah, exactly. That's
0: different. Organizing your... Yeah. Sorry, I'm all excited now. Organizing your fucking Tupperware (laughs) lids is very different than it being dirty, because... I'm just so like, what the fuck? It's never been dirty. They're monsters. So yeah, so it always made me very
1: scared to attempt it. And as I'm doing, I'm like, this is
0: not hard at all. This is easy. Like, my God, I have such rage for that. <laughs> that just struck a nerve.
2: Did you have to do all the cooking, or did anybody bring like sides? What was the What was the situation? My sister brought dessert. Um, that was really. I I did. You
1: know. Holy fuck shit. But once the, the turkeys I like like why it helped me with he 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 peeled the, the, the potatoes and did that. I just mashed them you know the stuffing that I, I like this. Stu- I prefer to stuff the bird. So I mm-hmm. made that and he helped me and Ashton helped me in the kitchen like breaking up the bread for the stuffing. You know why it yeah. cut the onions and the celeries and help me saute them so it was like a group effort i didn't do it all by myself oh
0: that's good yeah
1: so i ha- i had a lot of help but christmas again like is which i learned in therapy this week or last week um christmas is triggering for me because um and i didn't it's not even that i'm aware of it because when we were kids um you know my my mother was a single mother so there wasn't always a lot of money to go around. And um, Harry was younger than I am, and he always wanted these big elaborate presents like a like some sort of BMX bicycle or a skateboard or whatever it was. And it would be a situation where, well, if he got this, mm-hmm. then I couldn't get that. And like, I'm not saying I got nothing, but
0: it- No, I'm- Live but that myself but I feel. you. And and,
1: and, and and in those moments I don't regret those things those those are the mm-hmm. choices I made for him and yeah. I was and, and still to this day I'm glad he had those things but when people ask me what I want for Christmas I don't I don't know how to answer that I don't know how to accept gifts I don't know how to like feel a certain way because that's like I guess an underlying triggering thing for me along with my birthday you know that's You know a whole nother issue so yeah it's it's just complicated i you know i dread the holidays every year not for the reason of it just because it's money and this and that and i go overboard with ashton because i want him to have what i didn't Mm -hmm. and um but you know last night um after dinner ashton went and one of his cousins went wanted to go bowling and of course I said, yes. And um, Ashton pulled me aside and he said, mm-hmm. he said, I want you to know that I know how expensive everything was that you got me and I appreciate everything you do for me. And he gave me a hug.
0: That's so Aww. sweet.
1: So this is the first time, he, I mean, he's always says thank you. And he's always tells me but it was the first time he was like, like sincere about it. So,
0: well, cause he's getting older too. Yeah. Like he has a better understanding of You know, yeah. Not that he didn't understand before, but it's different as your kids get older. Right
1: when you when they when they work and they see how much things cost.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to one of your episodes where Carrie said that she wanted to be a mom.
0: I was was agreeing with it. I was like, yeah.
2: And then Jenny's Jenny's sending me texts like all throughout the week that she's like adding all of these gifts, and I'm just like, we had like a kind of like a. Funny conversation. She's like, I know he's 17, but I get one more year. And I was like, And I was 17. I don't even,
0: did I get a big gift? I don't even think I did. I think I stopped. But here here's the thing even when he's 18, you can still buy a big gift. Oh, Jenny's going to be giving big gifts till he's 50. <laughs> well,
1: technically next year, yes, he is 18. And he is 18 in June, but he's, well, he's still he's in high school stop. next year. He graduated, you know, so I still get, technically, he's still
0: under that umbrella you're a dork you don't need to justify it he's not gonna bust out anyway he's not going anywhere he told me last night he's gonna live
1: at home till he's 50.
0: and the cost of fucking rent jesus well i would probably too if i had you as a mom (laughs) he's like what are you talking about i'll just bring her here mom can get her gifts too
1: (laughs) Doors always open for any of my children or siblings. I only have one child, but my <laughs> siblings are like my children. They know they're always welcome.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I was I was listening to, and I made a note of this because I think everybody glamorizes the holiday season, and it is so hard for a lot of people. I I would say it's probably harder for most people than it is romanticized.
0: Honestly, this holiday because. William and Katie, we've got the baby coming. We, (laughs) like, I'm giving birth to this sucker. Um, But just in general, we just kind of weren't really in the mood. And we, I shouldn't say we weren't in the mood. They put their, they were more in the mood than I was. But anyways, we had decided just to, like, not even exchange gifts. We were just going to hang out, eat, and play board games. Because it's just like, you just kind of sometimes are like, why am I going to spend all this money on things right. I could even buy myself?
2: I think the worst thing is when, and I dealt with this, when you say to somebody, no gifts, mm-hmm. but oh, and I then know. they give you a gift anyway. Or And I, in the back of my head, I had said this with certain family members, and I knew it was mm-hmm. going to happen anyway, but I really would have preferred mm-hmm. if we just all agreed no gifts yeah because then I'm scrounging and I think it's a lot easier because I've I've been on both sides I've been where I was able to give a lot of gifts and I've been Mm decided where I wasn't able to give a lot of gifts so when you're able to you might not even be expecting it but you don't know how that Mm -hmm. feels to the person that can't reciprocate and so you kind of have to scrounge to do something like you know getting somebody a gift card when you have a lot of money and putting a lot of money on that gift card might not be a big deal. But then that person feels like they're doing everything that they can to put thought and DIY and all of this. It's just such a big mess that I would rather be like, seriously, let's not do
0: gifts. Well, and it feel like I feel like some years, well, I mean, I used to like always be so prepared in advance. I'd like have a gift closet of shit year round. Like I would just buy stuff all the time. So that way, if something popped up, I had something I could go grab. But like I just I haven't even been buying myself shit. I've just not been in the mood. Same
2: here. And I actually like right before Thanksgiving, I noticed that the stores were putting Christmas stuff out and I I usually am such an organizer and a preparer and I was like, why don't you get everything now cause it's gonna be gone. But I just mm-hmm. like, I'm in between work right now. And I was like, I can't really justify it's so far in advance
0: mm-hmm.
2: spending this right now when I have other things to take care of first. But mm-hmm. then with the hustle and bustle of life, it's like the week of Christmas and I go to the store and I bought out the gift bags. Like there was nothing else. so.
0: And I don't know if it's just me, but Mm -hmm. like, legit, this year is flown the fuck by. Mm -hmm. Kate's baby's due April 12th. And it literally feels like she just told me yesterday she was pregnant. That's
2: going to be here before you know
0: it. I know. Boop, blink.
2: This year really did go by quickly. And
0: I. It did.
2: I thought because as I, you know, when I was on the podcast before spoke about going through a recent breakup, I thought the holidays were going to be hard for me. And there were there were parts of it where like, you know, my mom has her boyfriend here, my brother has his girlfriend. And then it was like Christmas Eve. And you guys spoke in your episodes, it was pity invites, (laughs) where you know that you're (laughs) where you know that you're welcome. But Uh you kind of just feel like a third wheel. Yes. And it got to a point where I was like, do I sit home by myself? And thinking I would be fine with that. Or do I go and distract myself but feel like it's very evident that I'm a third wheel. And I on Christmas Eve, it was nice. My brother and his girlfriend had spent it with her father. And then I had spoken to my brother Philip about getting together afterwards because it wasn't going to be a late night for them. And it was sweet. I found like our town had a annual Christmas light contest with all the addresses mm-hmm. that were entered into the contest. So we drove around with hot chocolate. That's cool. Yeah. And it was like, I I didn't feel like a third wheel. But in the back of my head. I don't know I really, to be honest, I thought I was gonna be a lot more sad than I was because I think that the breakup for me, at least I was like, if we were still together, I would this wouldn't be happening. I wouldn't be happy. Like this is this is fine. So
0: I got to that place of mental clarity well sometimes that's one of the most surprising things something like that happens and you think fuck I'm gonna be so upset and then you're like I'm good yeah and then you're like oh shit I am good
2: I know yeah cuz this time last year I was in a long-distance relationship and it was like we were exchanging gifts and we FaceTimed on Christmas Eve to open them together And Mm,
0: that sounds like a lot of work, you
2: know, it was. But I was so it was so fresh.
0: You got to ship them. I know.
2: And then he took the gifts back in the breakup. And I kind of was like, I thought I was going to be I don't know, like a couple weeks ago. I thought I was going to be really depressed, like how much better things were last year. But I'm so numb to it now. I'm like, you take the shit. I didn't even like it anyway. You picked it out. Don't ever buy a public service announcement. Don't ever buy a girl
0: jewelry if you don't know what her style is. Do not do Amen. that. Amen. Oh my God! Right, and don't be a fucking Indian giver, right? bitch. Oh. Unless I fucked your brother, and that's why you need that ring back. You're clean me out. That <sighs> that gives forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, there's, no,
2: there's been discussion about that, and it was a uh, it was a move that was later regretted. But I'm like, you know what? If you're trying to if you're trying to hold that jewelry to see me again, it's I don't want it.
0: Take it. I'm over it. I'm going to go shove it up his ass. Tell him to give it to Guido Sarducci at the party. I even
1: had like I had a guy, a guy, a guy person um, said to me once they were thinking about splitting with their spouse. And they Mm -hmm. they said to me, um, you know, they were gonna, you know, divide this, this, this. And then he said, and I'm thinking I should ask for the engagement ring back. And I was like, well, I'm going to stop you right there. That's a gift you proposed with it you got married no that's hers to keep and he was like and he was like okay yeah i see your point
0: yeah definitely unless it's a
1: family heirloom i'm sorry unless it's like (gasps) your mother's diamond blah 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 like it and then no then that's a really good that's then i feel like then no it's yours but like if it's if it's like if you give like your great grandmother's diamond or even if you've had it reset Mm -hmm. if it was reset give them the diamond and keep the setting. Yes, but if it's there, yes. Their complete ring because that happens a lot. Like I have my original engagement ring to give to Ashton for when if he wants to mm-hmm. when he gets married if he wants it. And but if you know if 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 not, then you know then um, you you give it back if it's if it's an heirloom. But not other than that, no. Yeah,
0: good point. Yeah, good point. I'm glad you brought up the heirloom because yeah. those should always go yes. back. No, ifs, ands or buts, it's like. Shouldn't even have to be a discussion, but we know we there's fucking garbage mm-hmm. people everywhere. I de-
2: yeah, I definitely think that it depends on the type of person, because I was talking to somebody. Actually, my ex-boyfriend's best friend is recently divorced, and he was telling me that um, his ex-wife was the one that initiated the divorce, and she went to give him the rings back. He, and he was like, I don't even – it's just the personality. He was like, I don't want these. Like, I, I it's mm-hmm. just – which I think is taking the high road. But he was just like, you're going to give me something to remind me of this failed marriage. Like, just fucking keep it.
0: I'd <laughs> be like, I'm going to go sell these motherfuckers and go on a fucking all inclusive vacation. Bitch. I had
1: a I have a friend who got divorced. And like six months later, um, the husband, um, the ex husband, like approached her and said, "I'm still paying for these on the the jewelry store credit card. Can I have them back so I can sell them?" And she, was, I was like, "That motherfucker! After all he did to you, he wants the rings back too." And she was like, "Yeah, no, I already sold
0: them." I'd be like, "You can fuck right off."
1: Yeah, really? She, I was like,
2: "Whatever. That's douchebag." Now, speaking of uh, relationships, and the end of and the end of mine i carrie could not agree with you more i think it's the most brilliant idea i texted jenny about it and i don't know what it's like because you guys are in florida and Mm you live close to disney i'm Mm -hmm. up north new york new jersey area but (laughs) it's still it's still such a huge issue for me and me and one of my best friends talk about this often And mm. I'm not dating for a while, but when I go back into the dating world, I think it's very, very important that we filter out Disney adults from the <laughs>
0: general population. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's their own breed, and there's nothing wrong with it. I like Mert. I wish there was a fucking app for people who like serial killers, not to kill them, but to study them. Can you get me one for Criminal Minds fans?
2: <laughs> I once heard somebody say who lived in florida so this is Mm -hmm. and i could not agree more and i'm I'm, i might get some hate for this but i'm just quoting somebody else and if the shoe fits agreeing she said you can always tell when an adult's growth is stunted by their obsession with disney and
0: i i have to say i agree with that i I'm just thinking about people I've known that were super obsessed with Disney. Now, don't get me wrong, though. When Kate was growing up... That's different. We went to Disney a lot. We still love Disney, but we're also reasonable about Disney. You know, like, Kate used to call, like... You know when they would do those little Disney stickers on the back of your whole family? Yeah. Yeah. She called them Come Kill Me stickers. (laughs) (laughs) One day she goes, yeah, those are come kill me stickers. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? She goes, these people put their stickers of how many kids they have, their dog. Why don't you just follow them home and kill them? You already know who's who's living there on the back. That's funny. That's actually a good point, mm-hmm.
2: though. I, I yeah. don't think there's a problem when you have children. Mm-mm. The thing is, I know of couples from this area where I am. I can think of mm-hmm. specific couples. I know a girl who wanted to be who is so obsessed with Disney, she got engaged there. And Mm -hmm. I also know a couple that before they had children every year they would take a picture of themselves at Disney and then go back holding the prior year's photo and take a picture and then keep doing this. So it was five years worth of pictures of them at Disney holding the prior year's picture and no kids.
0: Were they trying to I don't do an age
2: progression? I don't know. But I'm like, why are you d- doing this in general? Why are you going to Disney? And I I don't know. I just, I went to Disney once when I was seven. Had a great time. That's it. I'm good for now until I have children. I don't know. But I, um, I, I do, it <laughs> reminds me. I don't know, Carrie. You you like the the crime stuff, so you might be familiar with mm-hmm. this. If Jenny isn't, that family they just did a 2020 special on the Turpin family with the 13 kids that they all yeah that they all brought to that was yeah they all bought the fucking back Disney and matching outfits. That's what I think of of Disney adults. Oh. <laughs> like
1: that's true. That is true. It's
0: it is true, and you know it's it is a very like if I think about. You know, people I've known, it's a very specific personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you still love Disney to the point like you've got your season pass, you've, you know, whatever chance you get, you're going mm-hmm. there.
2: And it's a different perspective because you guys are more, you know, it's in your state at least. For me. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I just, yeah. I I Jenny, did you watch that 2020 special or no? I didn't. Oh, you're gonna But you I to. can imagine.
0: You know, it's it's fucking batshit. Yeah. I
2: remember when it actually happened and and that was what like twenty eighteen when like I think yeah, so. It's a really good one. You should watch it. We can I talk
1: will. about
0: it. It's crazy. I will.
1: I you know, it's funny because you know, when 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 um Ashton was little, Wyatt and I would take him we had a pass. We had we didn't have the full pass. We always had the one with the blackouts because it was cheaper and we would go like (laughs) because he was little that's what you did because it was an easier vacation and you know you couldn't exactly go to Europe with a four year old. Totally different when you have kids. But you know, but you know what was funny is that you'd see the families there that you knew were immersed in it. And this yes. one year. All
0: those fucking
1: pants. Yeah. And one year I did do this. I bought Wyatt and Ashton matching Mickey Mouse shirts. And Wyatt was like, Are you really gonna make me wear this? And I was like, Yes. And
0: i don't flinch at that though because you had asked it, yeah it's different. yeah it's very no, different. but it's funny because we're, we don't fit
1: that mold and it's and now i don't know if you noticed this carrie there's a disney license plate now
2: oh lord yes. oh i didn't even it's know because i don't have
1: the tip because i'm busy i don't have the typical florida license plate on my car i have a
0: i do i got white trash i florida have a plate vanity plate i
1: have a vanity plate mine's i used mine's you know a buccaneer's plate i on Wyatt's car it's the gator plate the University of Florida because that's where my alumni so and then Ashton he's now he's bougie like his mom and he has a Miami heat plate because he likes basketball and he liked the way he likes the colors with his car so but you know Ashton he's 17 he still loves Disney (laughs) Uh, I you know I he went through that phase where he wouldn't watch anything Disney because he was you know growing up and it was babyish but now I, I see he's back into the movies and I I said to him once, um, I sh- we passed a car and I go, look, I go, there's a Disney plate out. I go, I said, I bet you would have gotten that for your car instead of the Miami Heat one if you'd known. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and I was like,
0: yeah,
2: oh, OK, you are maturing. How much extra are those plates in Florida? Um. Well,
0: it's just the plate. I've never had a. I've never had a van. I have a whole other thing about that. It's, it's
1: about. forty bucks. Now, mine doesn't have. The mine's not personalized, but I'd say it's probably about thirty bucks a year extra.
2: See, Phillips is has his. On all of his, his cars are. Is um, it on all of the cars? Yeah, he has the same. Yeah, it's personalized and the the same personalization on all three cars. It's just that it has, like, one, the two, and number. three. Yeah, the
1: little yeah. number. Yeah,
2: And my thing with vanity plates is, and I didn't think I'm a decent driver, but I don't, maybe it's, like, the crazy person in me. I don't want people knowing where I am and being able to point out that it's definitely that's me. A,
0: that's a really good, That's what yeah. like, I'm like,
2: even if, if I cut you off, I don't want you to know it's me. If you, like, yeah. if you're like, oh, I know what kind of car Alex drives, and it's like, oh, but I don't know what her, if that one's hers, you'll going to know by the plate.
0: Or if I commit a crime, what if someone's like, "Oh, there's that bitch. Oh, what's her plate?" Honestly, yeah, that's always we gotta we gotta consider that for the future. Yeah,
1: I don't see. I like I have, like I said, I have the vanity plate with, you know, because I and 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 it's not like that. I'm a diehard Bucks fan. I mean, I am a Bucks fan, but the black plate with the black and red plate on the back of my white and black SUV well, yeah, looks, it looks really like- good and.
0: It and that's does. why it looks. And that's really why good.
1: Ashton got the Miami Heat plate because he's got a black SUV and the plate is black with you know blue and some Yeah. Creamy. And he was like, "Yeah, I want that one because you know we're just it's like coordinating." So yeah.
0: Boogie. Now there's
1: Wyatt who is like, "Get rid of that gator plate on my my car because you know I don't I don't want to pay that amount of money for it. You know every time every year when you you, you have know. to renew it every year." Yeah. Are you, well, yeah, you, you renew it every year and then it's like it's like 30 bucks for the renewal for the plate. And then you pay like 30 bucks to that because each plate represents a cause like the football one goes to youth football in Florida and the basketball the oh, same. And like, different, like a donation. Yes. Yeah, so there's like hundreds of plates you can get like for, you know, wildlife, this, that also all, see, see the sea, you know, the ocean, whatever you, you can get for, you know, Florida.
0: But yeah, I should get a plea. I need. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't I
2: haven't been on a dating app in like forever. I'm thinking of these.
0: I fucking hate. I them.
2: because I, I mean, at least two years because I screwed up and I met somebody right before COVID and wasted my time of COVID with this person when it would have been perfect for me, for my personality. Everybody was doing the FaceTime dates because mm. I always say like I want to I always need to hear somebody's voice before I meet them. It's just a weird thing because I'm like,
0: no, listen, Diane, the therapist told me if somebody's not willing to at least talk on the mm-hmm. phone for five fucking minutes, fuck them. You don't even want to meet them Mm-mm. for coffee. She didn't word it quite <laughs> like that. That's more my version. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she just said because you can tell so much. Yeah,
2: and then I, I'm just, I'm working on myself. I'm gonna, you know, I'm thinking
0: like it probably. I can't even think. Listen, of that, I'm still not supposed to date you and me both because I'm and being in therapy and it sucks. I say it sucks, but I'd have to like get ready and make an effort. So I think right now I'm just accepting. Now,
2: do you do you use or have you used? D- the dating apps?
0: I tried, but it's just so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But Diane, the therapist, talked to me about that too. So I'll try a different approach probably the next time around. Is just, you know, it's just you end up with all these messages mm-hmm. and it's overwhelming.
2: Yeah, and I always, I think too, like what I've learned from it, it also depends where you are in your mindset. Like if you are really all in it, you might – you might want to respond, but I always would feel almost like it's like an interview. Like, you know, you almost feel like you're on you are. The Bachelor because you know that you're in competition with all these other people.
0: Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. But that's just me. I just, I've, but I'm, I'm a lot older. Well, no,
2: I've, I've just noticed that like when I meet somebody naturally, the connection is always better or has been, at least in my. Yeah, it's really hard to meet people.
0: Otherwise, it's very hard. Everyone's hides behind their phones.
2: Yeah, so I but I'll cross that bridge in a year.
0: Do you
1: have any more questions for us?
2: Um, I didn't I didn't really. I mean, I have stuff that we can like do another time with. Okay. like I I have things that aren't that important. Like I pressing sheets and Tory Burch.
1: Well, let's go with the sheets. Oh. Into, let's cover the sheets and Tori Burst, <laughs> and then we'll do the personality one on the next episode, and I'll drop them at the same time.
2: Okay. 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 So I – the sheet question really, really hit me hard, and <laughs> I can't decide if this is a climate thing or an age thing or if we can have people from all over the country. I'm not going to say the world. We could say the world. Whoever's listening, I need – Input on this because I have an infinite amount of sheets. They have an entire <laughs> bin of okay, folded flannel. I,
0: I gotta ask. Okay, well, one, you live where your tits freeze. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Two, did you buy every set of those sheets or did you get them from a family member? I've
2: bought every set of my sheets.
0: You're a fucking say And
2: I I, I <laughs> but Jenny did say, Jenny did say that she went through what I've gone through when you go to Marshalls or TJ Maxx
0: and- Oh yeah, you know what, Jenny, you're right. Thanks for mentioning that to her. Cause I did back at, yeah, yeah, she's I'm right. going through the
2: aisle, I'm, I'm comparing thread counts. I'm looking at like- mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
0: I. now that you say that, yeah, I used well, to do that. Some- you outgrow sometimes it. Sometimes you
2: just see
1: like recently I was at, it- at Marshall's and they had the UGG sheets that were, they were a sea foam. So they would match my room and they were, had the cooling technology in them and they were 40 bucks for a king size set, which that's a fucking, yes. And I debated them and I debated it. And at one point I just put them back. But you know, that's (gasps) like, because you're constantly like, okay. But so then sometimes you then get them and, and you know, either yourself or your spouse, like, why would be like oh these sheets suck I sweated all night long or this pillow I didn't like I bought the Calvin Klein pillowcases one day mm-hmm. he's like did you change the pillowcases and I said yeah why he's like because these are kind of scratchy I don't think I like them you know type and I like yeah. them but yeah, oh, so yeah. It's, it's all
2: you know trial I think and it's, error. I think it's climate for me because like I have flannel sheets that like with winter decor on them and then I my ex-boyfriend was persistent In getting me to try t-shirt material sheets, no, they're horrible. I don't, I don't, I didn't like them. Uh, Still have them though, and just, just different. I mean, I have. I also though, I'm the type of person that changes the layout of my living space constantly. Mm. So I also change my
0: comforters constantly to get a change of of scenery. It's age, just so you know. It is. It's age. No, it really is. Because now that you say that, if I really start thinking back, I used to do the same thing with sheets and comforters when yeah, I, I did
1: that when I was young, too, was
0: younger
2: that. Yeah, I, I could understand that. But what's the hype with the Casper sheets? Because there was really no detail in the episode. And I need to know if this OK, is-
1: well, the Casper sheets are first of all, they are they're deep pocketed so if you have a bed that is like i have a hybrid mattress that is kind of like a Tempur-Pedic, but it's not so it's really thick and it's spring and memory foam and it's really really thick and like a regular size sheet will often you know come up even in in beds that i didn't have that were this a lot of times the, the they'll come undone and you're constantly putting fighting with it to put it back when you wake up in the morning you're you're bottom sheet is like undone and I hate that. You know. yeah so these sheet the casper sheets for that number one they're deep so so i noticed even when i make my bed and when i because i got them for ashton is also because as you might have heard i got a good deal on them um like they tuck they go way under so they are secure and they don't come up
0: that's Second, mm, The and, sheets I have now Yeah, do that. the
1: fitted, now the the top sheet is extra long, I've noticed. So mm-hmm. when I tuck it under, it doesn't, it never comes, like, up during the night. Like, during the night, like, it doesn't yeah. pull up and end up, you know. Like, a lot of times, why and I will be fighting, like, over the, the top sheet. Like, he'll have it or I don't. Or it's like, where is it? Because it's come up and it's squished here, there, or everywhere. But, no, it always stays in place. And the best part of it is they're like made with some sort of now now they have like four different kind. But I don't sweat with these sheets like they're con, they're nice mm. and cooling, and they, I just feel comfortable in them. And the more you wash
2: them, they even get better. Wow. Now, do they advertise? Like, is their selling point them as a company themselves that they're, they fit, they're so well fitted and and that all of the things that you said, or is it just people? Realize this after purchasing them and word of mouth like what what is the hype
1: people real they do advertise? I can't remember how they advertise it. I'd have to look on their website Um, But they do have they do advertise the cooling part of it Um, Mm. Now they have four different kinds and each one does something different Um, but They just you know, so I think I think in reading the 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 reviews now the Casper carry and I both have the Casper pillow and yeah. that got is, that bitch at I, target see i got one i got them both my i've had two i gave my old one to ashton what i like is mm. you could wash it very easily in the washing machine and it bring in it because it's made a certain way where it comes apart and yeah secondly like it it is the only like pillow i've ever had that doesn't hurt my neck like i yeah i will t- carry this pillow everywhere with me and it just kind of melts, yeah. Like you just kind of it's, it's the original one, too. And you just kind of your, your head just kind of melts mm-hmm. into it, even though because it looks very mm-hmm. poofy. Like, I'd be like, oh, that's gonna kill my neck. I bought poofy, but then you just kind of like glide into it. Mm-hmm.
2: Disclaimer, you guys are not sponsored by Casper.
0: That's true. We're not
2: at this point, at least. No, no not yet. Okay,
0: listen, we just like what yes, we exactly. like. exactly. Oh, so, that's,
1: their, their, that's 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 it. Uh, yeah, what, what size um, mattress do you have? Queen, I uh, see so you don't have the full um I got rid of it yeah so but I feel th- I'll look on their site I think I sent Carrie a link the ones the sheets I got they were sold out the gray and white
0: it. yeah but how the pricey white, are they but now I'm the sure. white
1: the white the all white was sold out but the gray if you click on the gray and white it's not you have a queen carrier do you have a full okay so, you, so the full was not sold out yet but they have others yeah. they're about $110 now Harry bought me mine so I did not purchase them He, he that. In all fairness, he asked me that year, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, can you give me the Casper sheets? And he was like, yeah. And I think he actually, they were back ordered that year, and he wrapped up the paper that he bought them for me. And mm-hmm. But and then they came like two weeks after Christmas. So, but these, I saw that they were half off. They're the same. They're the Casper original sheet, the percal. And their, their original ones were a certain color, and then like white, minor dark blue, and then the, the they have a gray border on them where... Ashton's mm-hmm. are white and they have a gray border on them so but now they have like full color ones and they have different they have sateen they have the per- they have a different kind of percal, they have a whole bunch there's is it just sl- the sheets that come with it or like the pillowcases come you get the sheets and two pillowcases they do have a set where you can get the duvet cover and mm-hmm. with it so yeah I saw that but yeah no there's so they're about 110 125 dollars depending on the size of your bed but I think that's about average for sheets now I've heard wonderful things about Brooklyn and sheets also, I've never tried them.
2: Okay. Well, I, as I said, I, I like to add to my sheet collection, so I got to look into this stuff.
1: Yes, definitely. And I'll send you a coupon code, because I think I have one in my account.
2: <laughs> you, you would. you. Right. Yeah. You, you would right? A pocket full of tricks. I know. I have um, a bag of tricks. Did you get slippers yet, Carrie? No. Did you? I... I'm listening to that episode and I'm like, mini Tonkas, mini Tonkas, mini Tonkas. I think you should.
0: The fuck are mini It's tonkas? like a
2: moccasin slipper company. They use. I don't really. They sell them at TJ Maxx sometimes. I could find them there. Um, yeah. they're they're very comfortable. That's my suggestion. Of course, Jenny suggested Uggs, for the. I, I mean, Jenny's bougie, so I I just don't know how. I don't I know. really know how I would feel that. I do have to say, Ugg quality last uggs last forever but i couldn't i couldn't yeah. imagine spending an ugg price if i lived in florida
1: that's what philip wears right except so the year the mm-hmm. two years ago when we were there i think the um, slippers. Yeah. yeah his girlfriend had just bought him some i think he wore them when he picked this up at the hotel in, in the city though does he have the shoe ones they're like furry on the inside and yeah they're oh, indoor
2: outdoor those okay. ones are but they make both i that brings me also to the topic of the Tory Burch shoes. Now,
0: <laughs> okay.
2: This also is is a climate thing as well. Mm-hmm. I for years have been debating getting the classic black Tory Burch sandal. Mm-hmm. Now for me, I go back and forth with it because they're timeless. They're just plain black, but
0: they just. But yeah. it's
2: only warm here for three months, so I understand your. Yeah. I understand your investment in it. Now I in the past bought the flats that I wore to work every day for a mm-hmm. year and a half. I, Tory Burch is one of my favorite brands. I like, I like brands mm-hmm. and designers. Like I like Marc Jacobs, David German, very classic.
1: Mm-hmm. Ralph Lauren is my favorite.
2: Like one just of my very favorites. classic. No like, you know, letters everywhere, whatever. Mm-hmm. I have to say, and I hate to say this because I am so team Tory. My flats, first of all, smelled all the time Oh. and I had to bring them to the like a, a shoe a shoemaker a shoe mm-hmm. shop what do you call that
0: a shoe a shoe yeah. magician
2: multiple times because the soles were so worn down and they it came to a point where he's like I can't fix them anymore I think I brought them like two or three times and <laughs> that's
0: fucked I up. know and
2: I love for what exactly they and I I love the look and I've had to tell people I'm like I totally get it but you're going to waste your money because I wore them for, I want to say a year and a half to two years. And I was sitting at a desk all day. So I wasn't like walking around so much where they should be that worn out where I had to bring them in. And my mom eventually, yeah, you have to throw these out. (laughs) And what I did now was I went on to Poshmark and I bought Mm -hmm. a pair that are a little bit different they're more of like the stretchy flat if that makes sense mm-hmm. and they look brand new and i got them for 35 dollars i know and i'm like
0: nice. i was like i'm not, i
2: can't pay like they're like 250 for brand new and i'm like these are not gonna last me yeah so no. but also when i for my i got my last job on my birthday which is weird because the job before that i got my birthday as well very strange coincidence but for a congratulations on the job slash happy birthday gift. My ex boyfriend uh-huh. bought me a Tory Burch, like work bag, basically. Ooh. And I picked it out. So it's all it's all on me. Uh-huh. Um, I hate it. I and I why there's no compartments in it. It's a big bag. Oh. And there's only one little thing on the side like not even a zipper inside it's like where it's like where you could put like a phone it's like a pocket and there's Mm -hmm. no sections to separate anything and like if i had a notebook say the way that the zipper goes you i don't know how to Mm -hmm. describe it because i don't have it on me it's at my mom's house like it you have you can't fit anything down in it the way that the zip like where the zipper is longer than the actual bag and I'm just like, this was such a waste of money because I can't separate anything. Nothing fits in it. And then the strap is not adjustable. And it like goes below my hip and it's like almost at my knee.
0: Wow. So mm. I. I think you should just pack that bitch up, send it to Florida and Jenny and i yeah, right. I'm I'm think
2: <laughs> I've been thinking of selling it because I feel so bad, but. I would sell it i know yeah 100%. I would. it's like I mean... and it's a it's like a blush color i don't know i mean i would use it but i'm like this when you go when you're working like in an office especially and you can't just run home if you forget something like i like to have bags that have separate sections mm-hmm. where you know i have everything yeah. organized in case of emergency what i could need and it was just like boom everything in one i don't know i'm clumpy yeah area. so i'm really it sucks to say it because I love Tory Burch, but I'm just very disappointed in the in the quality for the for the cost.
0: That is disappointing. that is disappointing.
2: And you said that your your shoes stunk.
0: Or your feet. no, those were my cheapies. Oh, I thought shoes. they were your Tory's. My cheapies. Sh- no, oh. my feet never stink with my Tory's. Well, that makes I, I would think because they're not enclosed, especially. Well, and I get the leather ones, yeah. But those other sandals I had on weren't enclosed either, but they made my feet stink. I don't know. I don't know. I misunderstood
2: that because I thought you. I thought you said that your tories made your feet stink, and I was like,
0: Amazing. no, my tories have never made my feet stink. Ugh, well, all right, I'm sick of this. <laughs> I need a break. I am. I'm. Sweating. At least she's
1: honest. I don't totally. feel
0: good. I'm just like. Ugh. All right,
1: we'll wrap, we will wrap this up. Um, I'm sure we'll make this a regular thing, and we have in the future. Um, you know, you have more questions for us. Do we want to come back real quick after we break and do the personality things? I'm dying to do it. Yeah, it won't
0: yes. take long. I just need a, okay. I just need a, a okay. minute.
1: All right. Okay. Well okay all right folks thank you for listening uh tune into our next episode it won't quite be as long and alex is going to give us this magical personality test uh thank you for listening and thank you to alex for the questions
2: oh of course thanks alex
1: all right have a good week people Bye. bye
2: If you or someone you know is in crisis, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is available for those individuals in crisis or for those looking to help someone. To speak to a certified listener, please call 1-800-273-8255.